everybody. Welcome to Old Guys Rule Radio. This is Season 4, Episode 5. It's your guy, Chuck Olson. I'm down here in not-so-hot-anywhere-in-the-United-States. <laughs> <laughs> and just loving life, and we've got a fantastic show for you tonight. Sit back, get your AirPods in, and have a great time. As usual, I'm right around the corner from my buddy, Big Danny Lakey. Uh, and he's up in the northern part of Texas. Ooh. How are you, Dan? I'm cold. Uh, you know, I don't like anything under 60, and uh, it's oh, 30 boy. and dropping, and it sucks. <laughs> you know, um, that, that's that's coming this way. So, uh, once again, uh, everybody, ladies and gentlemen around the country and world, thank you for tuning in to Old Guys Rule Radio. Um, it's our pleasure to share a little bit of our time with you. Uh, please remember... First part of our show is all about sports, a little bit of beer dad jokes. Second show that we put out every week is called Area 51. We encourage you to tune in to whatever kind of fits your, your lifestyle a little better. Um, that one's a little more spicy. We're much less edited. We talk about everything. So if you don't want to hear about the random stuff and you want to stick with us on our journey to deliver dad jokes and sports to the generations, <laughs> then stay with then stay with old guys real radio. Uh, and like I said, season four. So um, I want to take a second to give a shout out. Uh, we've got another uh, fantastic product well i haven't tried it yet we've got another product from our friends over at liquor cabinet and if you live anywhere in the houston area um, just go visit our friends over at the liquor cabinet clean fantastic facility great customer service it doesn't smell like a urinal i love a liquor store that doesn't <laughs> smell like a urinal but they're called the liquor cabinet and the, the manager and, and, and the owners are really cool so hey danny um when people tune into old guys Rule radio and they want to find us what, where can they find us, and what are the few rules, if you don't mind telling them? Ah, you got it. So, actually, I'm, I'm going to change how they find us. And uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to change how they find us. You have to uh, gotcha. <laughs> just go to Old Guys Rule Radio. Google it. You know, that's it's good enough for the president. Google it. Old Guys Rule Radio. When you get there, you will see oldguysrulradio.com. You'll find us on Apple Podcasts, Bud, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Audible, iHeart. If you happen to have Facebook, you can go there and we're at Old Guys Rule Radio on Facebook. Uh, there's about 14 different things that pop up under Old Guys Rule Radio. They are all us. Pick one, listen, and then you can follow our rules, which are listen, enjoy, share it, and then do something nice for someone. And that, that, that is it right there. That's the, that's the motto of our show. So we thank you all, ladies and gentlemen, around the country for tuning in. Uh, and, and, and internationally, we've got some international listeners. So um, so what's going on, Danny? Well, not not a whole lot, but I was I, <laughs> I got the pet peeve for the day. All right. So I, I'm a little ticked by this. So I was trying to do some uh, show prep for this show and Area 51. And I went to one of the websites uh, that I was looking for some information on. And it said, turn off your ad blockers. And then the whole screen froze, and I couldn't do anything unless I turned off my ad blockers. Now, I get it. It's a news website. That's what you want to do. That's not the one that pissed me off. The other was I was trying to check the weather. And so I went to the weather channel because I would think that knowing what the weather is in the neighborhood is a big deal, especially when there's a storm brewing down. And the weather channel popped up. Turn off your ad blockers, and the oh, screen gosh. froze, so I couldn't get the weather from the Weather Channel unless I let them have their ad blockers. That's a load of crap. Like I said, a lot of them don't bother me, but you're talking about if you're trying to do a personal service for people, like the weather or emergency services, uh, thank you for calling 911. 
Please have a hey, Coke and a smile. Domino's Pizza. <laughs> Domino, Domino's Pizza has a special two for one today. And if you go in the unit, blah blah blah. It's, yeah. uh, that's what the world's coming yeah. to. Yeah, to hear our Domino's special, Lord. please press one. If you'd like a special from Coca Cola, please press two. If you have an emergency, please press three. You know, I mean, it was like, right. but that. So anyway, that's my pet peeve because that just really so chapped my I rear end. Piggyback on that pet peeve. All right. That that not only is it impossible to find the real news in the world because of the media is being controlled in in every way, but. Even if you want to try to Google a local event or you go to a news station, do you want our app? Do you want our wood? And, it, and, and the weird thing that's going on in the world is that it, if you even talk about something and you have Alexa and Google like I do, yeah, you just talk about something. And the next thing you know, boing, it pops up on your Facebook page. And I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> you know you make me want <laughs> I could do a little bit of everybody, so there's one for you. So, yes, I agree not only with that pet peeve about it, but I think that this weird world of ours with the media control is crazy business, man. I, I've been – my comments, because I call scammers scammers, yeah. I've got kicked off of Facebook for calling scammers scammers. Oh, I keep God. getting kicked off of Facebook. These people go, oh, have you checked your EBT? Oh, I'm going to help somebody in 30 minutes. It's all garbage. And I go, oh, so now I don't say scammers anymore. I was like, oh, no. No, wait a minute. Hey, everybody, go to my go to my Facebook page and listen to me tell you that they're completely legitimate. LOL, 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 LOL. <laughs> so, so, anyway, so I, you know, you, you mentioned this, and maybe this is more of a – uh, something for Area 51, but you know they were trying to kick Joe Rogan off for some of the things that he allowed people to say on his show. Basically, he just let people say it, and you know because everybody has a right to their own opinion. And then they got mad because they were saying it was anti-vax or it was uh, misinformation about COVID. And and his response was the things we talked about a year ago that people called misinformation today they're calling factual. And you know so what is misinformation if you're letting people talk and share their opinion and. And I'm, I'm of the ilk, you know, you don't listen to Old Guys Real Radio for, our, you know, for our factual uh, portrayal of politics. You know, you, li- you listen for our opinion, you, you know, yeah, our opinions. So whenever any news network decides to tell people that they can't do something because they, they, they don't think it's, it's against a policy, that is called against your civil rights. Correct. America has a constitution that I can say whatever the hell I want in about, unless it's a threatening manner or, you know, uh, some type of uh, approach to violence. I can sit and say whatever the bleep I want about whoever the bleep I want to say. This is our show, and I've gotten a couple of messages about some of the good content and bad content, but the fact is, is that it's called freedom of speech. Folks, if you don't like what Joe's Rogan says on his podcast, wait, if you don't like what old guys real radio says on the podcast, guess what? <laughs> Stop listening. We are, we we are not you, required we want listening. You to subscribe. <laughs> we, we want you to subscribe. We want you to be our friends. I want to be your BFFs. Hey, world, would you be my BFF? BFF, best football friend. Be my best football friend. I'm your BFF for life, your best football friend. So, anyway... I did hear about Joe Rogan, and you know, uh, I'm gonna go more into what my opinion of Joe Rogan. I'm gonna let me clean it up. 
I think Joe Rogan is an opportunist, and he got involved with a sport that blew up and made him very, very powerful and wealthy, right? Yeah. And well-renowned. Because he was on news radio, and he was kind of funny. Then he was on another one about the bugs and eating the horse weenies. And things yeah, like I was going to say, yeah. So, so he was on a couple of those. He, 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 he carved out a niche, right? He wasn't a normal kind of a guy, so he is weird. But, again, before we go to what we're supposed to be talking about, sports and things, thanks for tuning in, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. But... It is his proprietary property. Joe Rogan's podcast he owns. And yeah. a lot of people, millions of people, unlike us, with now we're up to hundreds and maybe thousands here soon. <laughs> but we're doing better. Joe has millions of listeners, and Joe has millions of dollars. So I have hundreds alone, of dollars. Let alone. <laughs> there, are, there are so many more people upset with... Okay, okay. I'm just going to say this, and we're going to go to sports. Because this is going to be a topic of mine on Area 51, so tune in if you like this. There are so many more people outraged about Joe Rogan's things that he allowed rabbit ears people to say than there are people are outraged by what Whoopi Goldberg said this right. week. Yeah. So, so when you look at what's real going on in the country – that's a really bad thing. What she said was a really bad thing. And she's not losing millions of blah, 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 blah. So, right. uh, anyway, thank you again for tuning in to Little Guys Roll Radio. What a great weekend of football it was again. Holy I mean, mackerel. goodness gracious. Did you uh, want to tell everybody how right I was? Because I was the best and I'm the bomb. And well, I'm I was going to start out with that. So, we got to go over our picks. <laughs> and uh, Chuck was two for two and I was one for one. Uh, I was one and one and Chuck was two and oh. Um, so for the second week in a row, Chuck has beat me. Um, so he did say he was going to do better in the playoffs than I did, and he was right on the money. So. I'm doing my, one of my little Irish jigs. Yeah. So That's all right. That's I, quite all right. So you I deserve know, it. You know, I want to know my, my favorite thing about this, the results of the game is that we've got two teams going into the playoffs, and Super Bowl, excuse me, that – I mean, they've only been once or twice, never for the Bengals collectively. Right. Um, and, you know, I got to say, it's kind of one of those, it depends on who shows up. These Both of these teams yeah. obviously can beat anybody. Yeah. Um, and they both got defense. They both have a running game. They both have quarterbacks. So there's a lot of, and this is what I'd like. Ladies and gentlemen, do me a favor. One question a week is what we're going to ask you to respond to. This week's question is, why would you root for the Rams? And they're kind of, they've done the, so I think the Rams have done like the Yankees this year, but a lot of teams do it. They go all in, right? right. We said this about week four when Beckham Jr. got pulled over there. Yeah. They had some injuries. Then they brought over, oh, number 40, Vaughn. Uh, Miller, no, no, and he's no, no. been—he's really—he's made an impact. I mean, yeah. he's the—he's the other side that they needed. So they are all in, and they are a good team, and they their coach looks good. There's lots of things. So, in my opinion, do you want to root for the all-in Rams, who are a bunch of pretty good semen characters, or do you root for a more traditional football team who's rised up to the challenge behind the leadership of a second-year quarterback and a young coach, who are gelling? And I—I I myself. That's what I want. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to say why you want me to vote for the Rams or why you want me to vote for the Bengals because we've got a couple weeks, and I'll tell you, um, I'm looking forward to your feedback. I'm not going to tell you who I'm going to pick, and if you know me and you listen to the show, 
you know who I'm gonna pick. <laughs> well, we're sure. gonna, we'll pick we'll pick next week. But I do want to I yeah. do want to say something about those two games. Which, if you didn't get to see them, uh, you missed out because we talked about how close the games were last week. There were two high scoring, yep. two low scoring. Um, you know, I mean, and every, you know, a couple games went into overtime. So this week you had the Bengals in the first game in the opener. They came back. They were down 21 points. They came back and they beat the Chiefs. And it's the large, the largest second half comeback in the history of the of uh, the championship playoffs. round. Yeah, well, not the playoffs, but the championship so, game. And so let's talk just a moment about that game. So sure, uh, when you're when you're watching the Chiefs Bengals, uh, Danny, um, w- when the game started off, I want to put my opinion on this and stamp it on this. Okay, because a lot of my a lot of people, even my big friend Big Dave, and some of my people in Cincinnati, Dave and our other friends, Dave. Uh, a fan of the show, been on the show. Um, when the Bengals, so the ba- here comes the game. The Chiefs looked like they did the week before. They started out as a. They started continu- out. It was a continuation just, of the end of the last game. So this is what yeah. my challenge to him and everybody else was: is that what what at what point of the game do you go? All right, dude. All right, hey guys, because we all got headsets. We're million dollar coaches, right? Hey, hey guys. Our our game plan is horse manure. <laughs> they are running over us like like that. Whatever we decided that we thought we'd do in the bye week or from last week against the Chiefs, hey, uh, 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 hit the panic button. I I could have sworn, Danny, and this is why I'm so excited about that game. No matter who it was, right? I thought when the Chiefs got the ball back, it was 21 to three. They got the ball back. I was like, well, there you go. I mean, here we go, Mr. Mahomes, uh, yeah. amazing, great yeah. job, blah, blah, blah. I thought it was cancel Christmas, hang up the cleats, send them off to the real estate office, You know, go sell houses, go sell shoes, whatever. <laughs> go sell insurance. Yeah. But that is when, I, again, folks, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm becoming a fan of this Bengals team because people don't know there's two parts about the Bengals you may not know about. They have the best turnaround in the second half all season in the NFL. They're the best second half team in the NFL. So what's that tell you, ladies and gentlemen, Danny? That tells you they got a good coach and a good quarterback. And they make great adjustments. I mean, yeah. Adjustments are the key to football and and bottom line. So, but here's my question to you, because I asked about five people and, and there's a mixed. So if you're getting your butt handed to you and your game plan's going bad, do you change your game plan and make adjustments live or do you wait till half or do you stick to the game plan go oh wow um that's a tough one well first off you absolutely make adjustments at halftime um if you can make other adjustments on the fly you you make them as you can you can put in a bigger adjustment and do some things a little different at halftime when the coaches have the ability to come downstairs and talk to the players one-on-one and just kind of give them some instruction so more can happen at halftime but yeah when things are not working i think you go about 10 12 plays and if it's not working at that point you scrap it and start making alterations you try to find things that work yeah yeah. They didn't do it in time. They didn't. They almost didn't do it in time. And then what happened? What you saw in the, was that the Chiefs were running the ball down their throats. They weren't playing run defense, and they weren't. They were playing Mahomes to run like he did the first, the week before. And they had their defense set up to stop Mahomes, not to stop the run. And they were they were destroying him because as soon as they call a base run defense, 
Mahomes was recognizing it, and he was lighting them up. Well, they were so running a two, that they were running a two deep safety. They were leaving the middle of the field open, and Absolutely you get open. you get Tariq Hill and um, yep. Kelsey, and they come across Kelsey the middle, and they they just add Every yards. Time. I mean, you know, yep. one of those runs. Um, I think it was Tariq Hill that he had that was just like a 60, 70-yard run, and it was, you know, an eight-yard pass over the middle, and they just pass. ran. So, so yeah. they, they, they had their defense different, and then that's what I was trying to yell at Big Dave and Sean and Joe and all my Cincinnati people is, it's now, it's now, it's now. It's 14 to nothing. If they don't start tweaking these things and they don't start bringing people up and closing up the defense, maybe playing a zone, man-on-man, they don't start putting a little more – Different type of pressure. That pressure is not they. They got a hundred different adjustments they can make. If they don't, the game's over, and they didn't. And I'm getting that feedback. So that's yeah. my point for all the people that aren't football fans. But if you're a sports fan of any type, you go out there to play a game, and you set up a game plan, and you start it up, and you start lining up, and you're dribbling the ball, and they go and they're running a different type of defense offense, and they're lighting you up. You don't wait until halftime. <laughs> Before you're down 40, 30 points, you got to settle things down, call a timeout, and start switching things up. You got different defenses, you got different offenses, you got different people you can match up with, and different ways you can do it. And so, and go ahead, Danny. I'll let you. I'll let you because I gotta. I gotta give some more credit to the Bengals. No problem. I, I I have I have one other thing, and this is just something that uh, you know, if you're not a huge football fan, you may or may not know. But when your defense, when you have a strong defense or a good defense. And they're getting mauled like they are. When the offense comes out and gives the ball up in three plays and comes out, the defense doesn't have time to rest or adjust. And so sometimes there's that shock and awe of it where a defense gets behind because the offense has figured something out that works, and they don't have a chance to make the corrections. Yeah. And then once they uh, once the offense starts moving the ball and the defense has a chance to look at some video, they have, they've all got those little iPads, and start figuring out what they're seeing, and then they can start making those corrections. That makes a difference. Plus, if you've got a strong defense, sometimes they're not – you know, the other team comes out and they're pretty fired up, but by the end of the game, if your defense is stronger than their offense, then you start putting pressure. And we started seeing that toward the end of the game. There was a lot more pressure on Mahomes. He was having to run a little bit more. He wasn't getting the same time that he had in the first half. And those things all play a factor, and it's just relentless D. And sometimes relentless D doesn't take over until the second half. Well, uh, I, I, I would not – disagree with you i would add on a couple things uh, i would attest it to uh, better better coaching and adjustments as yep. we mentioned earlier yep. but also um look across the board and on the defensive side of the ball the bengals are a young team right now right um physical conditioning and and and, and age does play that all year they've got a younger defense to be able to stop people in the second half as the game wears on. And so I saw a couple of the players who were actually playing better versus the players in the first half. And so you got Kelsey and you got Mahomes and you know Kelsey's a future Hall of Famer, no doubt. But what you saw was that the Bengals dug in, set their heels down and started punching them in the mouth yep. and saying we're not going to let you win this game. So uh, bravo to all of our listeners in Cincinnati and Ohio. Uh, Uncle Bob, everybody, bravo! Congratulations, Cincinnati! What a great ball game! What a great, uh, what a great! Uh, it was like a, a barroom brawl, you know. Hey. Guys knocked down, gets back up off the floor. He's like, dude, that ain't it, man. Come on, let's go outside. I gotta take my hat off. Hey, one, let's one, hit this thing. Oh. One last stat: I did not know this since they changed the playoff rules in the playoffs. Um, there was only once had the team that won the the coin flip lost. Now this will be the second time. However. No team has ever won two back-to-back 
overtime games in NFL playoff history. So the Chiefs were the, the Chiefs were doomed on that one. So um, you know they won the coin toss. Uh, the Bengals. You know that's what didn't happen last week is they won the coin toss and the defense stopped them. And then the offense came out and did what they did. But that was, that was kind of interesting because, you know, last week we talked about, well, the team that got the coin toss was going to win, but that didn't happen here. So It didn't. Um, and it didn't, uh, again, because I think that the Bengals' defense was a little yeah. – well, definitely made great adjustments, but in, in better shape because it was a great game. We'll just leave it at that. So on, yeah, to, on to the next – what did you think about the next game, I thought it was a heck of a good game. I, you know, for a long time, I really thought that uh, the Niners were going to hold on and and carry it out. Um, I thought at the very end it showed why they should not have been uh, that far along. It showed some of their flaws uh, as a team. They were not as good as they played the last. I mean, they played two two and three quarters of a game, you know, perfect or to the best of their ability, and then that last quarter kind of showed that. Uh, uh, and, uh, they, and weren't, that's, they weren't that's, that great. That, that's, that's lining up guys who aren't that good, and you do what you can to fill gaps, yeah. right? And they did so great. you know they're better. And, yeah. and they did great, and they did their best that they could. And and I was, you know, uh, Big B, uh, my nephew, we're rooting for the Niners. You know, I was pulling for them first time to be in the Super Bowl. It'd be an ironic thing that that many years later, 41 years later, that the Niners and the Bengals would be back in the Super Bowl. <laughs> but – uh, so if you didn't know, last time that the Bengals have been in a Super Bowl, and they've never won a championship, was 1981, and and then they matched up against the 49ers, and that was a during the Montana era. And you're not going to beat him, no matter icky shuffle or whatever shuffle you do. Uh, Joe, Super Joe is, is is I think that's the goat in my opinion, but that's in here or there. Um, what I wanted to say about that game, you are correct wholeheartedly. Um, it showed that the Rams across the board. Are, have I think no the Rams across the board have the most talent on both sides of the ball right now if they they didn't get hurt and dinged up and you got to give Matt Stafford some credit so think back to this game about I think it was the beginning of the third quarter and they were down right yeah and yeah, they, they beat the hell out of Stafford dude yeah he took some tremendous hits one of the two times they did the old belly flop which Two years ago, they said it was illegal, remember? Yeah. So there was two times that we saw on replay that Stafford was getting up slow because one of the linemen or, line, linemen or linebackers, they went in and they tackled him, but then they put all their weight on him. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't ever played football, which I and Danny have, the funny <laughs> thing about AstroTurf is that when you get hammered down into the AstroTurf by a 300-pound dude, it doesn't give. This is not grass or your tundra or something you're hoping they'll give. If somebody slaps down their big lard on you, and that's a lot of uh, physical abuse. That is, uh, you got it, it could puncture a lung, break your rib. And so there was a couple times Stafford got hit like that. Then, uh, Danny, wait, what do you got to say? It looked like you said, I got to say something about this. Oh, no. Isn't that right? The, it it is, is absolutely the, right. The, the turf is not near as hard as it was when you and I played. Um, there's a no, lot more it sponge to it. Concrete, right. Yeah. Well, and it these was are, concrete these with carpet. High school turf, right. But, it was concrete with carpet. And I remember going, but so how about this one? Remember about early third quarters, then he kind of got rolled under. Yeah. And Stafford went down and he was kind of limp, limping. And then he couldn't even deliver the deep ball. And there's something you say about Stafford in his whole career. He can throw that ball through the goalposts. 
in his whole career. Right. He's never had a problem with arm. He could throw it for as far as far as anybody in the league, for God's sakes. However, if you noticed, he missed a couple of long balls, and it was directly because of the butt kicking he was taking in the pocket. Right. And it wasn't always pressure. But they were really laying it to him. And I've played posi different positions in football, and there are times when you're getting laid to you, and you just can't throw or kick or shoot or do what you had to do all the time. So I got to give a lot of credit to Stafford and the Rams because they saw he couldn't drop that deep ball on him constantly. So they changed their offensive calls and started doing those really cute crossing patterns and starting with you know, Cooper Cup. By the way, uh, give, some, uh, give some credit to the receiver who broke the all-time receiving records in the history of the NFL this season. So, Craig. So I just want to tell you, He's he's a young guy, a couple of years in the league. Got to, he he was down. I believe he was down here in Houston. Isn't that correct? I I can't remember. I don't know where he played. Okay, so so no no. I mean, professionally he was brought in this oh. year or last year, and so this is the other thing I want to say about Stafford. So it may not be in every way because I'm not looking in front of my computer. If you guys know, I'm usually on the fly doing the show. But my point is, is that if Cooper Cup did break all of the records this year. Guess whose records he broke? Um, Jerry Rice. Megatron. Jerry, wait. And Megatron. Jerry Rice and Megatron. Individual season. I'm not talking career. Okay. Yeah. Individual yeah, okay. season. Yeah. And so guess, guess who the quarterback behind that season was? On Megatron? Stafford. Yeah. yeah. Stafford. Yeah. Played for the line. So you got to give some credit, folks, to – what Stafford's doing because you got to have someone deliver the ball and read the defenses to get the ball to your guy. But if you watch that game, that receiver, it, he is playing at a whole nother level, bro. There, there's, he made, he's making some moves that are not guardable. So he's not just making a first or second move and then credit to the quarterback. He's making a third move that's, I mean, it's untying shoes, and <laughs> there's no joke. He gets about eight yards off the line, makes a move, makes a second move. What are you going to do? I mean, all you can do is foul him. Hey, I mean, can, you can, what was the – go ahead. Let's say, can I give you uh, some of the, the stats that everybody hates but yeah, I love? Yep. So, <clears throat> he did actually start with L.A. He's, this is his fifth year with L.A., and I'm not going to go through all the stats. Just his best year was 1,100 yards, right? Um, and he was averaging 12.4 yards a catch. Well, this year he did 1,900 yards. Obviously, he got a lot more catches, but he had 13.4 yards a catch. I mean, so, like you said, he's making moves. He's getting runs. You don't get 13, 13 yards a catch. It's yak. You know. Yak. Yeah, yeah catch. exactly. Catch. So. And it's Stafford and it's that relationship. Where did, what was his first year? Wasn't he in Houston? Didn't he start? I know. Where he, did Cooper, he was a rookie. Where did he start? He was a rookie at L.A., uh, he played 15 games his his rookie year and got 869 yards, 14 yards a care, uh, catch his rookie year. So, I mean, so he's yeah. he's been in LA the whole time. Correct. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. Right. Well, well, I got to tell you that the dude looks good, but he looks better than ever, and that goes all the way down to Stafford and the offensive coordinator believing that those two have a it's a connection. You you know as well as I that there's a, sometimes yeah. it doesn't matter what team it is that there's when when you get your guy and your guy. I remember there was a time when uh, the guy I don't like uh, eighty four and Ben Roethlisberger, and I'm not even going to say his name. I hate there him so go. much. But there was a time for about four or five years you couldn't stop those two. They were on such the same page that Ben would throw the ball 
and he knew where it was going. And he knew, and Antonio Brown, I'll say his name, he, he was running such tight, smart routes that that ball would be in a window and he'd catch it and he was breaking tackles. So I compare that, but you can go through any team that's progressed through the playoffs. I think this is required, and this is the last thing I'll say about these games. If you want to win a Super Bowl, you got to have a quarterback who has a relationship with a receiver on that team that they can get them the ball when they needed to get them the damn ball. Um, think about Gronkowski and, and Brady for years and years in team different teams included so think about any team Bradshaw and the old Steelers he had his guy so you always got to have your guy who you know I got to get eight yards well I can get 12 let's run 12 come back get the eight and move on so look at all the great teams who've won Super Bowls over the last several years and you can write it down this quarterback had a great connection with that receiver, and that's how you win foot. That's how you win a Super Bowl. Defense is important, but you know, in the passing game, that's what the NFL is about right now. You gotta have that 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 uh, connection. Yep. Amen. All right. So just so you know, it's time. Oh, Nelly. Danny, I think it's time for you to sing your old favorite. Everybody's been missing it. B double E double R U N B run. B-W-E-W-R-U-N, beer run. All we there need is goes. 10 and a 5 car and key and a sober driver. B-W-E-W-R-U-N, beer run. And if y'all noticed right there, it's sober driver. Part of beer run song is sober driver. Be safe out there. Be sober. Um, no drunk driving. If you in any way get in trouble for an alcohol-related driving incident right now, you're a moron. There's Uber, there's this. I mean, you don't have to walk out of the bar. They'll meet you in the inside. So, uh, please, the bottom line of all that is that thank, welcome, welcome, thank you. Folks, thank you for tuning in to our show. We, we love and we appreciate you tuning in. And you're awesome. And, and we're awesome. And so just thanks for tuning in. This is our favorite part of the show. It's called Beer 30, um, Old Guys Rule Radio. Check us out everywhere. Um, so I've got a really weird one from right. our friends over at Liquor Cabinet. Um, I don't even know if this is going to make it through my, my, my chug fest or whatever. So this is called Golden Road Brewing. Uh, Golden Road Brewing, it's called the Mango Cart. This is the spicy mango cart. Okay, I was going to say, I had the mango cart a few weeks back. You did, and they gave me yeah. a free spicy mango Sweet. cart. All right. So 4% alcohol and... Uh, you know, uh, it's in a, in a unique kind of, you know, uh, whatever you call it, like an orange camp with the palm trees. It makes me want to go lay on the floor to beach somewhere with my friends. Um, so here we go. I'm going to give it a try. And it may uh, enhance my uh, view of this, but I have a feeling I'd like the regular mango cart. Danny's a mango tango. That's his favorite thing. You make him a mango anything, <laughs> he's going to hug your neck. So I don't know. Well, here we go. Cheers. <laughs> Uh, so it looks like it looks like a seltzer. It kind of, it kind of, it's it doesn't smell very good. Honestly, <laughs> uh, not the aroma is not very good. But here, cheers. Just, just, just dump it. Just dump it. There you go. Dump it. All yeah, right. just just dump it. I, I want to try the non-spicy version. Something they did in there makes it want to try to give you like a, oh man, like a. I like a Bloody Mary Tabasco spice. You know, I like a, a normal spice, but that's just kind of weird. You drink it and it's like, well, that's not too bad. And then it goes, hey, yuck. <laughs> so, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, all due respect uh, with the Golden Road. For me, 
The spicy version's yuck. Danny, Danny right. said that the non-spicy version was a drink it. So um, I'm going to have to go over there and have him give me one or two cans of the non-spicy version just to try it. I want to do it on the show. Thanks. All right, buddy. What do you got for us? Okay, well, I'm kind of excited because I've got a revolver. Um, this one is called Texas Toast. So I've not always had good luck with some of their newer <laughs> brands. We know that the uh, Revolver yeah. Blood and Honey is my all-time favorite. Um, but this yep. is called a – it's a dirty blonde ale called Texas Toast. Uh, it is 5%. Alcohol by volume, 5.2 alcohol by volume. It says on here, a clear golden ale brewed with a blend of six malts for a toasty, smooth finish. Now, uh, it's not as cloudy as the um, Blood and Honey, and it doesn't have any residue in the bottom like a Blood and Honey does. Uh, but it's got, I mean, it's a beautiful amber color. So if we were grading this on color alone, <laughs> that would be it. Uh, it's got a here, decent here aroma. Here at Old Guys Radio, we like people of all colors and beers of all colors. Love y'all. Go ahead. All right, that's a drink, it man. That's a good beer. As a matter of fact, I like that a lot. At uh, you know, if I don't want a revolver at seven uh, percent alcohol, that's a good step down. That is a very good full flavor beer. That is most definitely nice. a drink, it big time. All right, we're gonna post that on the on our on our website. So enjoy those, and thank you again, folks, for turning into Old Guys Rule Radio. I forgot, Nanny. You know. There was a horse that walks into a bar, and he was going to order that beer. And the bartender says, hey. And the horse said, buddy, you read my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, um, you know, because, you know, well, I'm over COVID now, right? But because because I've had COVID. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, folks, folks. Yeah. You don't know that Danny's had COVID for a real long time. Well, I had it last, I uh, thought I had it last show. I, I was I was and, suffering and last year. Had it the one before that too. Yeah, yeah. so I've kicked its ass. Uh, but I had to order a bunch of groceries and stuff. I kind of got rid of it. Uh, so I, I, I've I've got some groceries on order. But I ordered on this last order a chicken and an egg. So I'll let you know. Right. <laughs> uh, Danny, what do you call uh, an Amish guy with his hand in a horse's mouth? <laughs> a mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> a mechanic, <laughs> an Amish guy with his hand in. Okay, all right. Took a sec. I got yes. you. I got. <laughs> what do you call an Amish guy with his hand in a horse's mouth? A mechanic. That's his. That's his car. <laughs> There's a lot of people out there laughing at that joke before you got it. I know. Dun, dun, dun. I'm anyway, sure. I'm, I'm sure we've got some new listeners, and one of the one of them loves. Uh, dad jokes and loves horses. So, ladies and gentlemen, you're, that's all you got for me today is horses. Horse. I'm a bit of a horses something patoot. So I, I fit know, right along that line of questioning. So, do you know what uh, uh, what state's known for the smallest drinks? No, Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. Nice. <laughs> nice. Sorry. All right. So yeah, that, that I gotta I gotta get over this. Uh, let me get a regular beer out of here. So thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I've got a topic for you, and uh, I'm going to challenge Danny on this topic. Um, so my, my dear friend, uh, and this is amazing to me, okay. ladies and gentlemen, um, can you name, because I was wrong, and I'm going to pull my list back up, can you name the top five winningest football teams in history without Googling. Now, I Googled, so I'm just challenging you. So, are you talking pro or college? Professional professional football teams, all-time regular season winning, uh, winningest seasons, 
Um, so let me hold on. I'm gonna. I gotta pull are this. You, up. Are you talking are you about start... most winning seasons or just like their total no. win loss record? Win and loss percentage. Uh, so Dallas Cowboys will be it. one. Not the. On, they won't on, be on, number on. one, but they'll be in the top five. Hold on. So okay, I, I remember three of them. You are correct, sir. Dallas Cowboys is in the top five. Um, and and I don't think they're number one, but I know that they're up there. Uh, I you would, got one. Yeah. Um, I think that the Steelers are in there. Um, so unfortunately, hold on. Here comes my list. Just to make sure I got the list up, I don't want to quote it wrong. So, ladies and gentlemen. You've got three days to win a prize. So <laughs> if you send us better than either one of us do, then you will get a fantastic hat. I've got five hats coming this Friday. But, so, but how, um, they're going to know once we once we go through the list, or you're not going to share with me. I know. I just want people to come on and they're, they're going to they, be able so, to Google. I'm not Googling. I'm, I'm, you can you hear my so, hands. You so see you my got, hands. I'm not you got Googling. the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. you got the Dallas Cowboys. So, Danny. If yeah. you get two, it's, it's five teams, right? Right. So you get two wrong, and you're out. Right, so okay. You are correct with the Dallas Cowboys. Unfortunately, the Pittsburgh Steelers on this list, okay. you're incorrect. See, now, now, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been a Pittsburgh Steelers fan my whole life. But you got to remember, bro, Bubby Brister, Mark Malone, yeah. Cordell Stewart. So they were 8-8 eight and eight for like 8-9 years, which right. from the 70s to the 80s, best team. From the last ten years, they have the highest winning percentage of a franchise. Right. But so, unfortunately, there, there's your first. I was thinking, I was thinking <laughs> that right. the last ten years, along with the '70s and '80s, would have overcome the '90s. But apparently, would have done, they yes, didn't. it did um, not. No, and, no, no. And I know that the Cowboys were there because the Cowboys made the playoffs twenty years in a row. Oh, the and Cowboys that was before. Are, are, the Cowboys are number two. Okay, so yeah. that, that that's a great choice. Oh. All right, so and your next choice, top five. Yeah, I was really surprised by one. But anyway, I I want to say come on one the Packers. Easy. One of them's easy. All right, so I want ding 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 ding. Okay. I got to tell you that the Packers are the all time number one greatest number one, and that's because honestly they've been pretty damn consistent. Now the first fifty years of football, they really set themselves up. Right. But the number of games, you think about Brett Favre, then you think about in the last five or ten years. So they are the number one all time winningest football team in the regular season if you combine it the results are pretty similar also um so all you got to do because you got what you got one two you got two right all right man get one more right and you'll win no googling get that hand off your phone hey hey hey, i come through this phone after you oh here's my hands i'm not i'm not googling no computer no phone i don't like cheating keep everything else out of your hands i don't like cheating well i I was holding my good luck charm but all right uh let's see what would be another one? I, I want to say, and I'm, this is not a final answer, I want to say the Bears. I might go with the 49ers because they're not that old of a franchise and they've had some really good decades. So I'm going to go with the Niners. Oh. Nope. Sorry. All right. Now, now. I'm, I missed so you're on disqualified. two. Yeah. Now, wait, 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 wait. You were right with the Bears. I was okay. Yeah, damn. I, I, I can't because I'm I'm hosting the contest, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I can't give you an egg on. But no, so okay. it was Packers, yeah. Packers, Cowboys, Patriots, and I was telling you one of them should be pretty easy because you think about it. Well, they've been so good for so long now. Yeah, they, they're then they're a newer franchise. Uh, uh, so just to finish it off, Packers, Cowboys, Patriots, Bears, 
And then this is a very new franchise, but if you think about it, they've been really good was the Baltimore Ravens. They've, they've been a winning team every year, about every year you can think of. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, to finish off the top ten, Miami Dolphins, Minnesota Vikings, Kansas City Chiefs are one step above by Steelers, and then the 49ers are the 10th all-time. All right, cool. So uh, I, at top least 10. my thought process on the Niners and the Steelers were there. I even was looking yes. at the Chiefs for the same reason, but I knew that they were good in the 60s, not so much in the middle, and then good now. And I should have got the Patriots, but I was thinking the Patriots were so well, bad before Brady. Yes. I wasn't sure that the Brady years no, no, were enough no, to overcome no, some of the early things. No, I got to take I got to take that away. The Patriots were pretty good. Um, remember with the old helmet with the Patriot on it? Yeah, the guy, the guy hiking the, guy, the football. They were, the dude hiking the football. Right, they, they, yeah, they they were actually fairly. Uh, man, if I if I had a little more time and I wasn't working so hard lately, I could come up with some names. But that early Patriots teams. They were fairly decent. Then they suck, suck, suck. But they so anyway. There it is. That's that list. There's a list. Haven't had a list in a while. God bless you, folks. Thanks for tuning in, old guys. Real Radio. It's Chuck. It's Danny. Go to our website. Go to our podcast. Go to wherever you need to go to listen to us. But I'm looking for 50 new subscribers. And why am I looking for 50 new subscribers, Danny? Uh, I have 208 dollars, <laughs> and that's how much 50 hats is going to cost me. So you want to have you, you subscribe. You send a message to the website or say, I subscribe, love you. We've had a lot of downloads in the last few months, but now go ahead and subscribe. Go to the next level, and then you're going to freaking get a hat. Just tell me how to send it to you, where to send it to you. <laughs> so back, back to you, Big D. What's your next topic as we start to wrap up the first part of our evening show? Well, I thought since football is dying and we don't want to talk about NBA, that we could start talking about the NHL. And so, again, when we were talking, you know, I was doing some show prep, and I'm just looking because they're about halfway through the season getting into the good stuff, right? They are. And I was looking at today's games, and one took me by surprise. All right, so here's the schedule for today, and you can tell me when uh, um, when you're surprised, all right? So today we have the Oilers Capitals, Kings Red Wings, Flames Coyotes, Kraken Islanders, Wild and Blackhawks. <laughs> So, is there a couple interdivisional games there that stand out, or is it the names of the teams? The names of the teams. Yeah, yeah, I know. Release the Kraken. <laughs> Release the Kraken. I, read, I saw Kraken. I'm like going, it. who moved? What the hell happened? How did I? How did I miss that? They're a new team oh. this year. They suck really bad. They did win today. They beat the Islanders, uh, but they're one of the worst teams in all the NHL, so they're not going to repeat the success of the Golden Knights when they got their franchise. Right. But Seattle has a team, and, so, and they call it the Kraken. Well, <laughs> they, they do, and and they, they're, they have great attendance. Seattle doesn't have a professional basketball team. They have a professional football team, and so right now – they're they're a great draw and they're making a lot of money, but the weird part is is they did the same thing. Uh, yeah, the Supersonics got kicked out and they got bought away. So you got the Kings. You don't have an NBA team there. So um, they were looking for and now they're looking for a franchise for an NBA to go there because they have so many people. But um, the Seattle Supersonics got sold and moved. Right. Uh, but uh, that's neither here nor there. I want to say about hockey. This is a good year of hockey. Uh, generally speaking. Uh, the teams, the Capitals, the Knights, you know, in each division. But a lot of teams who love the Stars are average, mm-hmm. um, you know. But I, I do have to say this. Love the Kraken name. We'll root for them just because of that name. Um, but 
I want to share an analogy to some of our newer newer listeners I shared with uh, somebody today. So, Old Guys Rule Radio loves every sport, right? And, and you know what? We're about to end the show. So I'm going to make this my final moment because it's going to be about sports. And, Danny, if you'd like to have one because you've got a few things you want to add probably. Um, I want to talk about the difference between a game and a sport. So video games are fun. I play Madden on video games all the time. Um, I don't like to play online because I'm not very good. But I've got my PS4 running. <laughs> I'm a Madden guy. I know how to go across the middle. And uh, but <laughs> what, 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 I'm, what I'm leading to is that... So I remember basketball in the... Basketball. I remember basketball. I'm not going to say the age, right? Right. But I remember when I was playing basketball religiously, that if you went in the middle... Um, I played pretty high-level basketball, um, and I could dunk, and I can—I I was solid, and I, I was in shape. But at six-one, if I went in there, you expected to get punished. Absolutely. Those days of basketball—that's kind of the generation where you needed a center and a couple power forwards and some guards, and you had differentiations. Um, what they did is they found out that if they made if they took the the, the 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 sport out and made it a game that they could market it to the world more and they could make billions of more dollars so they made basketball now basketball when you watch it there's still a lot of toughness and high school college definitely still have a lot of the game in it right right but but the physicality of basketball has changed, so I'm afraid that basketball is going to happen to what I think they're trying to do with football. They're trying to make it, make not make it a sport, make it a game. So all this comes down to I wanted to celebrate hockey because I've watched a couple of hockey games lately, and that is definitely still a sport, my friend. <laughs> um, I like the fact that if three weeks ago you smacked me with your stick in the rear end and hurt my butt, that the next time I come to your stadium, you come swinging by, you're going to smack me in something. Because that's what happens in hockey. You don't forget those things. They got a big guy on every team who's called an enforcer. And he goes around and cleans people's clocks out for what you did the games before, weeks, months, years before. So, And sometimes you drop the gloves. Sometimes you kick the gloves off. You're like, all right, fool, let's go. And you can do that weird, weird hockey fight. <laughs> if you haven't seen a hockey fight, ladies and gentlemen, just Google a hockey fight. They grab each other's jerseys with their big shoulder pads, and they do this bunch of swinging, and they can't really connect because their arms aren't longer than the pads. So it looked like monkeys fighting over a banana for about <laughs> three or four punches. And then eventually one of them connects, and, doing, and then he connects again and again. Then the referees get in there because the refs don't want to get punched. But the grit of football is still there at times the grit when when there are some gritty moments in every sport that's what gets us real sports fans motivated right you know you, you see that 180 foot chip into the hole and golf fans yeah you know so there, there's still a lot of excitement about sports but please 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 major league baseball get over this thing we're not going to have any damn sport <laughs> to watch if you don't get over this thing and get into spring training yeah. because you're in a strike thing. 
there's nothing there. Football ends, basketball then, you know, watch or not ends, and we all count on baseball to carry us over. Please, ladies and gentlemen and supporters and all, the, start getting a hold of the people that be. Um, go ahead, Danny, for your final no, thoughts. No. My final thoughts was let's stop making sports games. Let's make games sports. Let's go watch college sports and watch the field hockey guys push each other around and beat each other up. That's fun. That's what sports is about. It's competitive. And we need more competitive and less Ukraine and less Russia. Sorry. <laughs> now I'm with you. Now, the only thing I'm going to say is today is uh, February the 2nd, and I believe the Olympics start today. Is that not correct? The winter. Or no, it starts in two days. Excuse me. Yeah, um, two days. The two winter days. Olympics yeah. in our favorite country. <laughs> in our favorite country of China. The Winter Olympics start, and um, I wish all the athletes over there best of luck. Um, I, I go USA. Uh, yeah, we're yeah. obviously all got we're all USA, but um, I will tell you that uh, I love the winter. I love the Olympics, man. I, that's all I can say. Either one of them, there, you know, the luge and the, there's like ten sports in the Winter Olympics that I always like. Was like that's amazing. Yeah. Um, ice skating, you know, it, it's real cool, whatever. But, uh, you know, uh, I just can't believe we're going to the Winter Olympics there. I am in disbelief that we're taking our butts over yeah. to that country to participate. Um, yeah. Boycotts are there for a reason. So I'm personally, folks, I'm going to keep up with the medal count, but I'm not going to have them on my, my TV. That's my opinion because I don't want to support or pay anything towards the country of China. Because they're just not very nice. That's no, my opinion. No, not. So go USA. Go USA. And go USA. There you go. Uh, well, there you are. So I'm, I'm looking forward to some of the sports. And no, I don't want to support China in any way, that you know. But I do want to support the athletes. So I'm looking forward I to will buy. I will buy three Olympic medallions and a T-shirt for my daughter, my beautiful Emmy. And then I'll move on with my life. It'll mm. it'll come on. I'm such a stupid sports fan. I'll watch some of it. Sure. I just don't like the fact that uh, anytime anything comes up, America's got to go, mm, okay, yeah. mm, okay. And then everybody else does something. We're like, oh, we're sorry. Oops, oops. Then you watch, the, you watch our beautiful eagle kind of do that Homer Simpson back into the trees, <laughs> go back in the bushes because yeah. that's what we're supposed to do. Oh, that's next show. Sorry. Thank you for tuning in to Old Guys Real Radio. I hope you enjoy Beer 30. I don't want to beat up this uh, uh, Golden Pond Mango Cart until I try the one that's not spicy. So I'm going to try that next week. Tune in, and uh, please like us, share us, comment. And Danny, tell them more about that website. It's awesome if you haven't been there. Tell them www.oldguysworldradio.com. And all you got to do is search us at Google, Old Guys Real Radio. You'll find our website. You'll find us on Facebook. And you'll find us on anywhere you can listen to a podcast. It's a cool website. And you can listen to the podcast off the website. Absolutely. And everybody um, in this part of the country, everybody be safe. There's some storms coming through. and some, You know, it happens once or twice. Uh, you know, every other year we get an ice. Last year was bad down here. So just be safe. That's all. Be safe. Much love to everybody, and much love to you, Danny. I'm glad you're feeling better. God bless.